Hi there, I'm Melanie Reed, and this is the HR Mentor. Do you know the old saying, if you try to sell to everyone, you'll sell to no one? You probably heard it once or twice in your first year marketing course in some variation or another. Well, the same principle applies to your job search. If you try and market yourself as a fit for every single type of HR job, you will probably never land any of them. In order to be the most effective and efficient, your job seeking requires a marketing perspective. In the same way that I encourage and teach HR professionals and recruiters to take a marketing approach to promoting their role, I want to encourage you to promote yourself as an ideal candidate based on your own unique value proposition to organizations that align with your values. Because when you're focused and have clearly identified what makes you an ideal candidate for certain roles in a certain industry or type of organization, you make it that much easier for the hiring manager and recruitment team to say yes to you for the position. So in today's episode, I'm going to switch my HR hat for a marketing one and explain how you can use my 3P approach to marketing yourself for a successful job search. Welcome to the HR Mentor Podcast, the podcast for emerging HR practitioners to get practical advice, tools, and strategies to build credibility, confidence, and ultimately a fulfilling HR career. Let's travel back in time to your first year intro to marketing course. For me, that was Well, way too long ago, I'm not even going to think about it. But here you probably learned all about the four P's of marketing. Do you remember what they are? Don't worry, I had to look them up as well. The four P's of marketing are product, price, place, and promotion. This model is used to help organizations sell their product or service to an ideal target audience. In recruitment, we use similar concepts to help put our job posting in front of ideal candidates so they will apply and potentially become our one and only, the person we're going to offer the job to. I want you to think about your job search in the same way, only now the product is you. The challenge that a lot of job seekers have is that they don't see themselves this way. They want to believe that recruiters and hiring managers are going to wade their way through a general cluttered resume and somehow decipher that they're a good fit for the role. Then they get frustrated when potential employers don't call them back for an interview. Trust me on this, friend. I've been in the recruiting game for over 20 years and you want to make it as easy as possible for a potential employer or a recruiter to see how you might be a good match for their job. If you wait for them to figure it out based on a bunch of general information that you give them, I can almost assure you that you're not going to be getting a call. If they're looking for something specific, and they are, and you haven't shown them that you've got that something specific, they're not going to be reaching out. The point is that you're trying to make it easy to see that you're a match. So why not take a little bit of time to figure out which types of roles and organizations you would be a good match for and then promote yourself to them specifically? I think it makes a lot of sense, yet many job seekers don't do this. 
So let's talk about my three P's and how you can market yourself for success. The three P's that I believe are important in order to market yourself for a successful job search are number one, product, number two, presence, and number three, promotion. You need to know your product intimately and how it creates value. You also need to establish a presence in your product space, and then you need to actively promote your product to your target audience. Today, we're going to work through these three P's, and I'm going to give you some practical tips on how you can implement them immediately. And I believe that if you do this, you will start to see more engagement with your applications and also better results. Okay, let's dig in. The first step in this process and the first P is product. Yes, as I said before, you are the product in this job search. And in order to be successful, you need to know your product really well and also develop a personal brand. In order to really understand your product, there are three key steps you need to take. The first is to know your product i.e. you have to know what you offer. And the second step is to develop your personal brand and write a brand statement that you can use with your other P's. So let's talk about getting to know yourself. Now this might sound kind of silly, right? You're probably thinking, well, Melanie, I know myself pretty well. But I want to talk about you getting to know yourself as a product in a job search. And there's a few things that you need to be really clear on in order for this information to be helpful in your job search. So there's some things I want you to take inventory of. One of the first is really understanding your knowledge. Now, we're talking about roles in the HR industry. So I want you to think back through your education or any experience you have And think about the areas that you have the most knowledge. Which topics do you feel the most comfortable with? Is it recruitment? Is it total rewards? Is it training and development? Or do you really feel strong about your knowledge of data and information? Whatever it is, I want you to make a list of all the things you feel pretty confident in in terms of your knowledge base. It's also important to understand what your skills are. And I'm not talking about generic skills that a recruiter is going to see on everybody's resume. I want you to think about skills that you've gained from your life as a student, running your own household, volunteer experience, any work experience that you have, and also think about transferable skills that you might have. The third thing I want you to take inventory of are your accomplishments. I think accomplishments are really critical to help promote somebody throughout their job search. Accomplishments are great to include on your resume, but they also help you understand what you're really good at. And they give you stories that you can share when you are in an interview. Accomplishments usually come from overcoming something. You may have achieved accomplishments even before your university life or your college life. You may have been on winning teams. You may have overcome adversity. Whatever it is, make a list of all of the things that you feel like you have accomplished. The other part to knowing yourself is really understanding what you value and the value that you can add to an employer. 
And this can include things that you've identified previously, knowledge, skills, accomplishments, competencies, personality traits. For example, you might be really comfortable with public speaking or writing or leading teams. Maybe you had to lead a lot of projects while you were in university. But that's value that you add to an employer. I want you to think beyond specific experience or tasks and duties that you can perform and turn them into statements about value that you would add the employer. Again, you also need to know what you value. If you haven't already listened to episode three of this podcast where I talk about the importance of your values in a job search, please go back and listen to that. There's also a great worksheet that will help you identify what your values are. This is a critical part of knowing yourself. What do you value? What's important to you? Another really important thing to getting to know yourself is making note of any industry connections that you have. So have you been involved with any HR associations or student clubs that are related to business or human resources? All of these can be valuable connections that you already have, but also things that you can use to promote yourself through your job search. The fourth and final thing I want you to make note of is any volunteer experience you have. Did you volunteer at events at university? Have you volunteered in the community? What about when you were in high school or in the community, or through a church, or an organization that your family runs. Whatever it is, make note of any volunteer work. Also look at your volunteer experience when you're looking at things like transferable skills, accomplishments, and knowledge that you've gained. Because we often undervalue the experience gained from volunteer work. Once you've made note of these things and you feel like you really know yourself and the value that you can offer an employer, I want you to write a personal brand statement. And this is the second half of defining you as the product. So you're going to take the information that you identified in part one, knowing yourself, and write a personal brand statement. A personal brand statement is going to include three key parts. The first is that you are going to describe the value that you offer an employer. The second part is that you are going to identify a target audience. So who are your target employers or organizations? Again, think back to your values. Do you value community? Do you value success? Do you value getting results? All of those values hint at the types of organizations that you're going to be a good fit for. And again, I talked a little bit about that in episode three. So again, if you haven't already, you might want to go back and and listen to that. Another thing you can do to help you identify your target audience is to think about the types of roles where you can add the most value to right now. Use your accomplishments to dig into your transferable skills and understand the challenges facing the industry or an organization that you're interested in. This is going to help you identify organizations that are not only suited to your values, but also where you can add value. And this is really going to make it easy for them to see that there could be a positive match between the two of you. If you're not sure about the challenges facing an organization, just ask. Conduct an informational interview or reach out to a contact through social media and find out what some of the challenges are. 
That way you can see if there is a match between the value you offer and the value that they're looking for. For example, let's say that they are struggling to increase their talent pipeline, to have a pool of readily available candidates. It's definitely a challenge a lot of employers are facing. And maybe you have a background in social media marketing or even creating content for social media and maybe they don't have that experience. You could use that to promote your transferable skills to an organization that might be looking for them. They might not even know that they need that, but when they see that on your profile or in an application, or you connect with them through an informational interview and they see that you have those abilities, they might be more inclined to reach out or to offer you an interview. If this all seems a little bit overwhelming, don't worry. You know I love my worksheets, so I created a handy worksheet that you can use to walk you through these first two steps. It will help you identify all of those elements in the know yourself part and also help you clearly write a personal brand statement. And this statement is really effective to helping you create a presence and also to promote yourself. So you can find the worksheet at www.unicorngroup.ca forward slash episode dash four. And it's called developing your personal brand to market yourself for career success. And again, I also give you an example and it will help you more clearly define what your personal brand statement is as well as where you can use it. Let's talk about the second P. Presence. Now, present dovetails a little bit with promotion, but specifically I'm talking about how you create a presence as an emerging HR practitioner. So up until this point, you've probably been a student, you may have some work experience, but now you're making a shift to a professional role and a new industry. So establishing your presence in this new stage of your life is really important. And there's four key things I want you to think about when it comes to presence. And in particular, I'm talking about your online presence because Today, that's really where our presence is felt, especially in the context of COVID-19, where we're spending more time online and less engaging face-to-face with people. One of the first things I want you to think about when you think about your presence and how you show up is something really simple, but it can catch a lot of people. That is your email address. I want you to look at your email address, and I know this is going to sound a little bit funny, and Imagine reading your email address from the perspective of a hiring manager or a recruiter. Does it sound professional? Does it look professional? A lot of us established our first email addresses when we were teenagers. Well, you did. I didn't because we didn't use email when I was a teenager. But you may have thought that something was funny or cute when you were 13, 16, 17, even 21, But now, when you're trying to establish a professional presence, you have to look at it a little bit differently. So, for example, you might have something like GeeBunny123. Nothing wrong with that. It's not inappropriate. But is it professional? Now, would I ever tell a recruitment professional that they shouldn't talk to a candidate because of their email address? No, it's not something I would teach. But it does create an impression. 
and you want to make it easy for the hiring manager or the recruiter to say, yes, I think this person's going to fit into our organization. Now, let's say, for example, that you are attracted to roles that have a significant community impact and your email address is communitychamp at gmail.com, well, that would be totally suitable for the types of jobs and the industry that you're targeting. If you're targeting roles in the banking industry, that might not be a great fit. So just really take a look at it and don't stress too much about this, but just make sure that your email address is professional or relatively benign when it comes to the impact or the presence that it might have on a potential employer. The next one is your social media profiles. You knew I was going to talk about this one for sure. The thing you need to know is that employers are going to look at your social media profiles. No, I don't teach this. I encourage employers to get consent before they go and look at people's social media pages, but I know the vast majority of employers are going to do this, probably before they've even met you. So the best thing that you can do is use it as a tool to create a certain presence and also to promote yourself for your job search. So take a look at your social media profile. Does it include anything about your education or does it have a personal brand statement? This is a great place to use that personal brand statement. What do your photos look like? Are they clear? Is it an image of you? Is it an image of, you know, your puppy or something like that? And again, there's nothing wrong with that, but you need to look at it from the perspective of a hiring manager. If you're an HR student, you took a recruitment course, put on your recruiter hat and look at your social media profiles and ask yourself, what does that say about me to a potential employer? What's really important is that you have a full and complete LinkedIn profile. LinkedIn is the place that recruiters are going to go if they want to do targeted searches for people with specific experience or education. And they also want to be able to see some elements of your resume. And LinkedIn is a powerful tool for that because within your profile, you can essentially put all of your work history, your education, your volunteer experience, you can get endorsements. It is a missed opportunity to not have a full and complete LinkedIn profile. You can also use your LinkedIn profile to apply for jobs in most applicant tracking systems. So putting the effort and time into creating a great LinkedIn profile is going to save you time down the road. Again, you want to look at your photos and the kind of information that you're posting. And you might want to do a little bit of a cleanup, okay, to make sure that you have a strong presence there. You also want to focus on LinkedIn on your headline and your tagline. What does your headline or tagline say? You want to focus on what your goal is. And again, here's where you can use your personal brand statement. And I give you an example in the worksheet. And I will also give you an example and a link to my LinkedIn profile where I talk about sort of my vision, my purpose, and also my personal brand statement is woven into that description that I use in my bio. So LinkedIn is a great place to create a presence as an HR professional. I told you before that employers are going to look at your social media accounts. 
This is going to include what you post on Facebook if you're on Facebook, Instagram if you're on Instagram, potentially on TikTok as more employers discover the power of that platform. So what I want you to do is go and take a look at your personal pages on those platforms. What are you posting? What does it say about you? And my strong advice is to lock down those accounts. If you use Facebook, as many people do, to engage with friends and family or even Instagram, and you're not using it for your professional life, then I would encourage you to make a private account so that you can share your funny memes and events that you went to or family barbecues, that sort of thing. But you don't need to use that as part of creating your presence for your professional life. You might want to go and make sure that your accounts are private and locked down because, again, employers are going to look. The third P is to promote yourself. So we've talked about the product, which is you. We've talked about making sure that you have a strong presence online as it relates to your career and your industry. And then third, we want to talk about promoting yourself. Now that you've established this presence or you've gone to make sure that you have a good professional presence, The next thing to do is to be active on some of those sites on LinkedIn or even on Instagram. If you're going to have an account that you allow employers to engage with you or follow you or connect with you, make sure that you're following relevant industry pages or sites. If, for example, you want to work in the banking industry or finance, then you should be following companies that might be a good fit for you. Even to go beyond that, like their posts, make comments or add value, share what they're posting. You could also reach out and connect one-on-one with people from these organizations. I don't want you to connect with them to pitch yourself as your product. Ask a question. Show that you have some interest. It gives you an opportunity to also share some of your knowledge or your experience. This is a great way to make connections and to network and also at the same time to promote yourself as a potential candidate when they have a job posting or if they do have a job posting. And who knows, even though they might not have a posting available, others in their industry might reach out and say, hey, I'm looking for someone that can do X, Y, Z. And they remember you or a comment and they might share a job posting with you or connect the two of you. Networking is a really powerful way to help market yourself, but also to help you find that ideal job. Another thing you can do to promote yourself is to conduct informational interviews. Now, informational interviews serve a lot of purposes, and I will probably do a podcast episode specifically on that. For today, I just want you to know that this can also be a great way to promote yourself. You can collect information about the organization, and through that process, you have an opportunity to present yourself as someone who might be a viable candidate in the future. Caveat, you do not use an informational interview to ask for a job or to pitch yourself. You're there to collect information. But informational interviews can be used as a way to make connections and to promote yourself as a viable candidate in the future. You might also want to consider volunteering to gain exposure to new industries or people in your industries. 
Associations are a great way to get some volunteer experience, but also to make connections and promote yourself. I know our CPHR association here in British Columbia, when they run events, we often have students or HR practitioners that host those events, that introduce speakers. It gives you a chance to get to know more people, but also to promote yourself because you're there, you're talking to industry professionals, and you're getting to meet a lot of people. This is another place where you can use your personal brand statement when you introduce yourself. You can talk about the types of organizations that you would be a great fit for or that you would be interested in working in and the type of work that you can add value to. All of that can help you promote yourself as an HR professional. If you're a strong writer or you have something to say, you might also want to consider writing for your school newsletter or an alumni magazine if you're a graduate or even your local HR association or an industry association. These organizations are often looking for stories and you could talk about your university experience or life after graduation, or you could talk about something that you accomplished while you were at school. Again, you're putting yourself out there and showing the value that you can add a potential employer in your specific target area. Another way that you can help promote yourself is to find a mentor. Your mentor may not be able to hire you, but I can tell you from experience that having a mentor can lead to other connections that can lead to opportunities down the road. One of my early mentors before I had any labor relations experience was a woman who worked in the health industry and had a lot of labor relations experience. So that's how we got matched up. But over the course of our relationship and the time we spent together, I had expressed a desire to move to a different community. And she happened to know somebody who was in that community who was in a director position. So she made the introduction for us and I did an informational interview. And although an opportunity didn't come up immediately, when it did at the organization that this person worked for, I called him up. I reintroduced myself, I asked about the opportunity, and lo and behold, I was invited for an interview and offered the job. So having a mentor and building those sort of long-term connections can also help you promote yourself. Your mentor is going to be in contact with their network of people, and so they might be in a position to help promote you as a viable candidate. My last piece of advice under promoting yourself is to stay in touch with your classmate. These connections will become your future network. I've done two degrees at the same university and I have a completely different set of colleagues from both experiences. But I can tell you, even from completing my first degree 20 years ago, connections I had from my first degree helped me connect with people for future job opportunities over a decade later. Don't underestimate the value of your school network, your university network. Stay in touch with your classmates. Let them know the type of organizations that you feel you would be a great fit for, the type of roles you're looking for, and offer to do the same. 
understand what it is that they're doing and see how you can add value to their job search. Maybe they're going to go work for an organization that doesn't have a role that's ideal for you right now, but down the road they have an opportunity. And guess what? Your name is going to pop into their mind. So make sure that you nurture those connections and that you stay in touch, but also that you're really clear with them about who you are, your product, where you add value, and the types of organizations that are a match for your values. Okay, let's summarize. My three P's to market yourself for job search success are number one, product. The product is you. And in order to be able to match your product with the right employer, you need to understand what it is you offer. What is the value that you offer? So you're going to get to know yourself and then write your personal brand statement. Your brand statement is based on number one, your value, number two, your target audience, and number three, your unique value proposition. The second P is presence. I want you to develop your presence as an HR professional. This is primarily going to happen online and through social media profiles and in particular through LinkedIn. You're also going to use your personal brand statement here when it comes to creating effective social media profiles. The final P is promotion. And this is all about promoting you as a product. I gave you a number of ways that you can promote yourself as an HR professional in the type of role you're looking for with the value that you uniquely add. I hope you got a lot out of this episode today and that you feel more confident in how to promote yourself as a viable candidate for your job search. As always, if you enjoyed this episode, please leave a rating and a comment. We appreciate your support. And if you're enjoying The HR Mentor, please subscribe wherever you're listening to this. Looking for a new job is not easy, and it's even harder when you're breaking into a new industry or you're a recent graduate. But I really believe that if you take this approach and look at yourself as a product to market to potential future employers, you're going to have a much better time making connections with the right organizations and also feel a lot more ease in the process. Being focused is really helpful when it comes to your job search, and following these three Ps are going to help you do that. Don't forget about the personal brand worksheet. You can find it at www.unicorngroup.ca forward slash episode dash four. I hope to see you here again soon. Bye for now.